Amen. Amen. How many of you are excited to be in the house of God? Amen. Oh, how many of you are excited to be in the house of God? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Can you hear me? I can hear myself and double hear myself. Today is the first Sunday of a new month. Today happens to be November 1st. How many of you are excited to be here? That throughout the midst of everything that God has kept you to the 11th month of the year. That you are alive, you are well. The devil thought that he has gotten you by restricting you from certain things. But little did he know that God had a plan and a purpose for you. That in the midst of everything that is going on, that he had made a promise and he was going to fulfill his promise. Are you here with me this morning? Father, we thank you, we bless you in the name of Jesus. We give you glory, O God, we give you honor. We say, have your way, King of Kings. And let your word come to inspire, to direct, to reprove, to instruct, O God. I have no word of my own. So, Father, I humble myself that you speak through me to your people, that your message will not return to your void, but it accomplish the purpose for which you have set it today to accomplish. We thank you, we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Throughout the whole year, you have been dealing with the fruit of the Spirit. If you have not been here throughout the year, you've missed a lot because there's a lot of teachings that have gone on. We've gotten to know that God is love. We've gotten to know that there is a peace that surpasses all understanding. We've gotten to know that the God that we serve, he has given us so much joy that we need to live in joy. And then we've gotten to understand that in the midst of everything, that his peace keeps us. That his peace is all that we need. In the midst of COVID, we need his peace. In the midst of sickness, we need his peace. In the midst of everything that is going on, whether you've lost your job or you've kept your job, you need his peace. Then we know that also in all of this, that his joy is our portion. That whether you have or you don't have, his joy is your portion. That it doesn't matter what you're going through. His joy does not change. It remains the same because that is who he is. And that is the character of God. We've gotten to know about this. We've gotten to know so much about him. And this month we're going to be talking about the faithfulness. The Bible says that the fruit of the spirit is love. The fruit of the spirit is joy. The fruit of the spirit is patience. And then we know that the fruit of the spirit is faith. It's faithfulness. When we talk about fruit, when we talk about fruit, we are describing an outward action that results from a condition of your heart. In other words, that whatever you portray is a result of something that is in your heart. So if your heart is not conditioned by the spirit of God, you don't exude love. Am I I communicating to somebody? That if your heart is conditioned by the spirit of God, then what you bear, what you show, what you manifest is peace. What you manifest is faithfulness. What you manifest is joy. What you manifest is self-control. Can I ask you a question? What is controlling your heart? What is the condition of your heart? What is controlling your life? What do you have in you that is controlling you? The fruit 
It's an outward action. What you portray outwardly, what people see when they look at you. When people see and they look at you, can they see the evidence of the fruit of the Spirit in your life? Am I communicating to you this morning? We said we are talking about faithfulness. But this morning I've been charged to talk to you about live by faith and not by sight. Oh, you didn't hear me. Live by faith and not by sight. We hear this all the time. We talk about it all the time. But can I tell you that not every one of us is living by faith. Not every one of us is living by faith. Many of us, children of God, we are wavered in our faith. We are wavered in our work with God. Some have given up on their work with God yeah. because they are not living by faith. They are living by what they see. They are living about the circumstances that is around Come them. On. They are living by what people are telling them. Yeah. They are living by the influences of this world. Live by faith and not by sight. When we live by sight, the word sight there has nothing to do with vision. Because people that have vision understand that no matter what you're going through, there's always an expectant end. But the side here is talking about depending on yourself and the accomplishment that you have achieved. That is pride. God said, I don't need you to live. I don't want you to live by your sight. I don't want you to live by what you have acquired. I don't want you to live by yourself, but I want you to live by faith. To live by sight is to reject God and embrace the popular philosophy of the world today. Can I submit to you what is the world telling you that you have embraced? Many of us are living our Christian work embracing the things of the world. We have allowed the world to creep into the church and we have modified the gospel to fit the church. But that is living by sight. Tell somebody embrace the truth. Embracing the truth does not does not leave room for the things of the world to come around you. Embracing the truth does not make provision for the world to be your leading point. Don't live by sight. To live by sight is to be concerned with the things of the world. It's to love the world. It's to love the things of the world. May I submit to you, the Bible says that if you love the world, and you love the things of the world, then the love of the Father is not in you. So you call yourself a Christian, but the love of God is it in you. Because if the love of God is in you, you are not living by sight, but you are living by faith. Am I communicating with people this morning? To live by sight is to rely on the instinct of the flesh. Can I say that again? To live by the, to live by the sight is to live by the instinct of the flesh. That means your life is dependent on your flesh. You are moved, you are swayed, you do things, you make decisions by the flesh. And then whenever you live by the flesh, there's always a consequence. There's always a consequence. Can I say that again? Whatever you live by, whether you live by faith, there is a reward. When you live by the flesh, there's a consequence. Did you hear me? When you live by faith, there is a reward. When you live by the flesh, when you live by sight, there is a consequence. Go with me to the book of Genesis chapter number 3. I want to show you something. Genesis chapter number 3, verses 6 to 11. Genesis chapter number 3, verses 6. Said, then the woman saw that the tree was good for food and delightful to look at. 
What was he talking about? The woman was looking at the things based on what she can see. The, my text is that, so when the woman saw the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant to what? The eyes. Sight. When the woman saw that the food was good and was pleasant to her sight, she was not living by the word of God. She was living by what the food and the food look like. Many of us are living our life based on what things look like. Bible said that she saw that the food was good for the sight. And the tree was desirable to make one wise. She took off its fruit and ate it. And she gave her, she gave to her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them opened, and they saw that they were naked. Listen, the moment you start beginning to live by sight, the first thing that happens to you is your life is corrupted. Their eyes were opened, and then they saw that they were naked. Corruption had entered into the heart of men. Corruption has entered into the world. The moment that you begin to live your life by sight, the end result is corruption. Not only that, when you keep going, the Bible said that, and they became afraid. They became afraid. Sight results in fear. When you live by sight, the end result is fear. But we know that we have not been called to be people of fear. Bible said, I've not given you a spirit of fear, but of sound mind and of power and of love. May I submit to you, when your life is dependent on what you see, the end result is fear. If you don't believe, look around you. When you see things happen around you, begin to cringe because you're living by fear. When you turn on the news, the reason why you are scared and you are doing things is because you are watching what is happening around you. You are not living by the faith that is in God. So your eyes only see what is being portrayed on the news and you live in fear. Can I say to you, people are running to go and vote because they are afraid. Not because they trust God, but they are afraid. I'm not telling you don't go and vote. I'm not saying that. But your reason for you to live life is not, shouldn't be dependent on what you see outside, but it should be dependent on the word of God. Amen. Bible said that, and when they, they, run, they, they hate themselves, separation. When you live by sight, the end result is separation. You are separated from God. God did not move. You are the one that had moved. You are the one that has separated yourself from God. The moment you begin to live by sight, it brings separation. The Bible said they went to hide from God. Are you hiding from God? Are you hiding from God? Are you hiding from God? But may I submit to you a better way? May I submit you to a nicer way of living a life. And that is living by faith. Tell somebody live by faith. faith. Say it again. Live by faith. faith. Go with me to the book of Habakkuk, chapter number 2. Habakkuk, chapter number 2, verses 4. Live by faith. That is a better option to live life. Bible says, Behold the proud. His soul is not upright in him. But the just shall live by his faith. Can you say that part with me? Say that the just shall live by his faith. Repeat that with me. The just shall live by his faith. Not the faith of the pastor. Not the faith of the church leaders. Not the faith of other people. But they shall live by their faith. 
Are you living based on the faith of others or are you living based on the faith that God has given to you? May I submit to you, there's a difference between having faith and living by faith. You can have faith, but to live by faith is to express the faith that you have. That is why Paul said that, show me your faith and let me show you your, my works. Am I communicating to somebody? A Christian that is living a life of faith is one that is confident in God. One that is living a life by faith is one that is confident in God. He said that the just shall live by faith. That statement right there is not talking, it's not making an option, it's not, it's not making a suggestion. He's saying that if you're looking for a just person, then look at how he lives his life. And the only way a just person lives his life is by faith. So if you're not living by faith, then you're not a just person. I am not saying it. It is the text that is saying it. The just shall live by faith. Not a suggestion. It is something that they are. So when you look around all those people, when we talk about Abraham, he was living by faith. When we talk about Moses, he was living by faith. When we talk about Mary, Mary lived a life of faith. Because the Bible said that, that, that you, will be, you will have a child. He said, I have not known any man. How can this be? Then she jumped on and said, may it be done unto me. That is living by faith. Every person in the scripture that has lived a life full of promise, full of confidence, full of, of, of the beauty of God, has lived by faith. So as a child of God, your only option to live is to live by faith. Are you living by faith? Amen. To live by faith. Living by faith is developing a confident expectation in God. It's resting and trusting in the sufficiency of God. It means that no matter what you're going through, that you have come to a place where you know that no matter what is going on, God will do it. Yes. No matter what is around you, God will do it. Yes. Even when doctors have diagnosed you, you know that there is a God that said by his stripes you are healed. You know that there is a God that has said that with long life I have satisfied you. They have given you days to live, but you are fully confident in an expectation of God that he said that he will satisfy me with long life. So I'm not ready to die, but I will live to declare the works of God. There is a God that you have to live for. Live by faith. Sight will tell you it's impossible. But faith will tell that with God, all things are possible. Sight will tell you that you are weak. But you know that in God, faith will tell you that in God, I am strong in him. Sight says that you have lost. But you know that in faith, when you live by faith, you know that faith is saying that I am above and not beneath. I am the head and never the tail. I am, I am, I am all that, that God has sent me to be. I am blessed with every spiritual blessing. It's faith. Faith. Live by faith and not by sight. Sight will discourage you. Sight will tell you it is over. Sight will tell you that you cannot make it. But faith said it is not over yet because there is a God that is above. The one that gave up his life. He didn't die. He resurrected again and it's on your side. Faith is saying it's possible. Because if death could not hold him captive, then nothing can hold you captive either. Because you are walking with the one that is alive. You are walking with the one that is in, that, that all things in this world were made. You are walking with one 
through him and by him. Everything, everything was made. Faith is telling you. Faith will tell you that ah, it doesn't matter what they have said. You are going to make it. It doesn't matter the circumstance. Faith, faith is saying something different. Live by faith. Faith, what is faith telling you? If you are living by faith, faith does not give up. Let the faith that is in you. God said, I've given all of you a measure of faith. Don't just have the faith. Live by the faith. Profess the faith. Faith, may I remind you, faith is an action word. Faith is not a dormant word. So when you have faith, you walk by faith. You live by faith. You eat by faith. You sleep by faith. You do everything by faith. If you have faith, begin to work the faith. When the Israelites got to the Red Sea, yeah, 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 yeah. it was faith that opened the Red Sea. Because Jesus told them, God told them, take a step, take a step, take a step. Not until they took that step of faith, the sea was still in front of them. I don't care what Red Sea you are facing. If you can only live by faith and take a step. Take a step. That is what faith does. There is a confident expectation in God. Abraham was about 100 years old. Bible said that he did not consider himself weak. He did not consider himself dead. But he was fully assured that the one that has promised, the one that has said it, the one that has declared, he is well and able to fulfill. So it doesn't matter how long it would take. Though it would tarry, uh, but it's for an appointed time. And it will surely come to pass. Faith, 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 faith. Work your faith. Work your faith. There is an expectation that you have in God. And because our God is a faithful God, He's a reliable God, He is not an unwavering God, He's a God that is steadfast. He's a faithful, faithful God. And because He's a faithful God, what He has said about your life, it doesn't matter how long it will come. It doesn't matter how long it will take. It doesn't matter what, 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 what structures the enemy has placed in your path. As long as you're walking in faith, as long as you're being obedient to God, that mountain will begin to move. Faith. faith. Live by faith and not by sight. Sight will tell you this mountain is too high. But faith said that it is possible because as long as I have faith as small as a master seed, I can speak to mountains and mountains will move. Faith. Live by faith. God said, Abraham, leave your father's house. I'm taking you to a place. God did not tell him what place he was taken to. But Abraham had to move by faith. God is telling you and I that it's time to take a step. Yeah. I'm not going to give you a clear picture of where you're going to go, yeah. but as long as you're obedient and you walk by faith, I am going to make a way. And as long as you listen to my voice and begin to walk in what I'm telling you, you will see the end result. Faith. 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 To live by faith. To live by faith is to have the fear of God in you. To live by faith is to have the fear of God in you. The fear of God simply is, we have only, most of the time we have limited it to having reverence for God. But the fear of God simply is that I will obey God no matter what will happen. 
The fear of God simply is that no matter what the world is saying, my mind, my heart, my soul, my being is focused on what the word of God is saying. And because God has said it, I will obey it and I will live by it. That is a fear of God. If you are living in faith, you will live your life based on the word of God. Are you living your life based on the word of God? To live in faith is to continually and faithfully endure to the end. What am I saying? I'm saying that no matter what you're, that in this life, you're going to face problems. In this life, there's going to be challenges. In this life, you're going to face struggles. In this life, there are going to be some obstacles along the way. But person that is living by faith continually endures. They don't give up along the way. They keep pressing on. I am pressing on to the upward calling. Am I speaking to somebody? I am pressing on. No matter what is happening, I know that God has called me. And if I live by faith, I have to endure to the end. Bible says the day that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Are you here with me this morning? Are you enduring to the end? If you want to live by faith, if you are living by faith and not by sight, then you don't quit. Quit. People that quit are never successful. People that quit never see the result. People that quit never achieve anything. You look in the scriptures, everybody that has received the promise had to go through something. Even Mary had to carry herself from the land that the promise came to Bethlehem while she was pregnant. And those times there were nothing like cars. She had to ride on a donkey in the middle of the night. She had to endure giving birth in a manger. But because it was a promise of God, it had to come to pass. Even after the birth of Christ, the king sought to kill the child. Am I communicating with you somebody? Faith does not quit. If you're living by faith, say, I can't quit. I can't quit. I cannot quit. I cannot quit. The just shall live by faith. If you're not living by faith, then begin to question your Christianity. If you're living by the things that you see, then may I ask, ask yourself a question, am I really, truly redeemed by God? Am I truly, really accepted the, 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 the death of Jesus The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Bible says in Hebrews 10, 35 to 38, Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. Listen, what did I say? I said, when you live by faith, there is a reward. So do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. Go to the next verse. For you have need of what? Endurance. For you have need for what? Endurance. It didn't say that you, you, you may endure or you can endure. It said you have need. That means it is necessary for you to endure. So that after you have done God's will. So in other words, living by faith is living by the will of God. It's working in the will of God. Living by faith is doing exactly what God has told you to do. And after you, have, uh, after you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. 
The key to receiving your promise is to endure. A pregnant mother goes through nine months of pregnancy. But when the time comes for her to give birth, there is an endurance phase. She goes through pain. She goes through something. She had to endure. She must. She must go through it. Because without the pain, she doesn't see the joy of the baby. You must go through the pain. It is the pain that illuminates the joy. It is the pain that you go through that magnifies the joy that you have after you have received it. They go through pain. You can hear them scream. You can hear them cry. You can hear them do all sorts of things. I remember when my wife was giving birth, my hand almost broke because she dug her finger into my, her, her thumb into my finger. A boy, I couldn't scream, but she was screaming. I had to encourage her. But if you've seen a woman going through labor before, you know what I'm going through. You know what I'm talking about. They endure the pain to receive the promise. You can't give up. You have to go through the process. For in yet a little while, the coming one will come and not delay. In other words, whatever God has said about you, it's going to manifest in a little while. God's book, there is nothing like delay. In the books of God, there is nothing like delay. So what you think is delay is God saying, I'm on time. I'm on time. But my righteous one, again, watch the scripture again. But my righteous one will live by faith. And if he draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. In other words, when you begin to walk as a child of God and you begin to turn away because of the struggles, God said, I take no pleasure in you and you miss the promise. See, the reason why many of us are missing out on the blessing of God is because we went in with faith, but we stepped out by sight. Because of the little things that the enemy showed us, we said, ah, uh -uh, there is this thing is bigger. Than what, I, what, what my God is telling me. God gave me a promise, but I didn't expect the promise to come like this. So we go in by faith, but we step out by sight. But can I tell you something? That the God that has promised, he is able to do what he has said he is going to do. It doesn't matter what you are going to do. If you live by faith, the righteous, the, the, the righteous shall live by faith. And I like 39. 39 sums it up for me. He said, but we are not. Tell somebody, I am not. Said, he said, if you, 38 says that, if you go in and you drop back, I don't take pleasure in you. Yeah, yeah. They said, but we are not those. We are not those. We are not, those. We are not the people that drop back. We are not the people that go in faith hey. and step out by sight. Oh. We are not the people that give up along the way. Ah. We are not the people that don't see the power in hey. God. We are not the people that don't see the hand of God. We are not, the, we are not those that draw back ah. and are destroyed. If you draw back, you get destroyed. But we are those. Tell somebody, but we are those. We are those. But I am those. I am one. I am one. I am one of those who have faith. You didn't say like you said, I am one of those. I am one of those. I am one. I am one of that people. I am one of those people that have faith. And because I have faith, I have obtained life. You mess out on life because you don't have faith. People are scared to live life because they don't have faith. God has given us life. But check it out. He gave us life in abundance. So if you go in by faith, you stay by faith. 
He remained by faith. To live means I remain. To live means I dwell. To live means I abide. So it doesn't matter what comes my way, I will remain. That is what to live means. That it doesn't matter what storms are coming my way, I will remain. Because I know that there is a God that is watching over me. And as long as I am in faith, he will see you through. Are you living by faith? Or you are living by sight? Go back to Habakkuk chapter number 2 again. I want to show you something. Because if you're going to live in by faith, then you have to. One of the biggest obstacles, one of the biggest obstacles that hold us back from living in faith is pride. And if you can get rid of the pride, it will be easy for you to live in faith. Pride says that I can do it by myself. Pride says that it's all about me. Pride says it's all by, my, by me. Nothing else but by me. And if you can get rid of pride, it will be easy for you to live in faith. Habakkuk chapter number 2, verses 4 says again, Behold, the proud, his soul is not upright in him. Then it says, But the just shall live by faith. Today we need to repent from pride. The root of all sin is pride. We are prideful. Christians, many of us are so proud. You want to know how proud you are? Check your prayer life. When you wake up in the morning, do you speak to the God that made the heavens and the earth? Do you speak to the God that in him all things and by him all things were made. If you are not communicating to God every single day of your life, you are living a life full of pride because you, don't, you are saying, I don't need God. Pride will inhibit you from living a life of faith. The last thing I will say is this. If you are going to live by faith, know God, know his word, and obey his word. Can I say that again? Know God. Know his word. And obey his word. I'm not talking about knowing about God. But know him by yourself. If you are married, you know what I'm talking about. Know him. Know his word. And obey his word. And if you do those things, it will be easy for you to live by faith. Because his word will give you assurance. His word will give you hope. And if you are with him and you have come to know him, then you have come to understand that he's a God that never fails. And you know that with him, your life is complete. If you know God and if you know his word and if you obey his word, your life will never be the same. Just stand to your feet and begin to give God the biggest clap offering that you can.